Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, every year at budget time, various adjustments are, are made to our taxation system, but there's always been one long standing constant. If you want to pay less tax, it's always better to be married. So should that be changed? And if the answer is yes, would it require a referendum? A growing body of people uh, think it should be. Uh, among them, Norma Moriarty, a Fianna Fáil councillor in Kerry. Norma, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. Good afternoon to all your listeners. Uh, so, could you, so, Norma, could you run through what advantages you have? Say, if you're a couple living together who aren't married and you're a married couple, how, in what ways are the married couple better off? Well, married couples are better off because they can share tax credits um, and they're obviously assessed as, as a couple in terms of we'll say, income thresholds and so on and the benefits that come with that. There's also the very obvious benefit um, which would follow, you know, a, a bereavement in the family. You know, if, if either the, the you know, member of the, the married couple were to die, then a widower or widower's pension would, would uh, be available uh, for application. Such um, a situation is not open to cohabiting couples who are families in in every other means. They've potentially raised children together, they've lived together, they've funded a household together over a long period of time. They're not able to avail of those tax credits um, during the the, the course of their cohabitation and they're not able to avail of those um, benefits in terms of social welfare payments uh, following the death of one or other of the partners. So this came to light. um, A constituent of mine contacted me uh, the day after the budget and um, this is an issue that was, you know, growing, you know, their frustration was growing with this issue over a number of years. And um, he and his partner have raised uh, two children, are raising them, uh, you know, a very solid couple, uh, great members of the community. And yet this discrimination has consistently been a board of contention with them. So you uh, raised it with me. I went and I did the research to, number one, find out, was it just that they weren't applying for it in the right way? Was there something untoward here? Um, and was told by Revenue that no, they are simply being treated as two single people, even though they live in the same house uh, and they have children, those credits are not available to them. Uh, and I subsequently learned that um, this determination by Revenue is on foot of a Supreme Court case dating back to 1980, uh, Murphy versus the Attorney General, uh, where it, uh, it, it was determined on foot of Article 41 of the Constitution in terms of protection of the family. Right, and 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 uh, um, that that particular article pledges to protect the institution of marriage. I suppose specifically, that's it, and and protect it from from attacks is, is the wording actually. Um, so the the Supreme Court has made that determination, a forty three year old determination. Um, now I'm no lawyer, I'm no tax assessor either, but uh, my understanding is if the Supreme Court has you know has made such a statement or, or such a determination and references the Constitution, that the Constitution is effectively the impediment to, to being able to open up those tax credits to cohabiting couples, then an amendment to that Constitution must be made, is my understanding of that. And look, I'm aware that there has been talk of late about looking at that article in terms of the family and the wording around women in the home. Um, and look, I'd be hopeful that if, if that were to be done, that they could also look at uh, Article 41, uh, 3.1, which is the, the specific area that we'd be talking about here, and look at some uh, some amendment or adjustment or um, you know ease of that article that would allow ordinary people who are struggling, like everybody else, with cost of living and who are a family in every conceivable way, and that those families be given the same protections that the the, the intent of the Constitution was for. Yeah. Now, 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 I suppose, though, when a couple aren't married, 
there would have to be some sort of mechanism, you know, if if that, that uh, particular part of the constitution was got rid of, there'd have to be some sort of mechanism in place, I assume, to prove that they are genuinely a couple, such as you've been together X amount of years or something of that nature. And would you believe, Sean, that actually exists because there are um, there are rights uh, being uh, allowed to cohabiting couples under various headings, you know, under property, uh, custody of children and inheritance for those children. Uh, so those rights are, are, are established and there are structures in place. So, for example, where you have uh, dependent children, you have to prove that you've been cohabiting for two years in order to be able to avail of those rights. So there's already a mechanism in place. Uh, if you don't have children, you have to prove that you've been cohabiting for five years. So there's, there's in principle, those structures exist. So it is literally um, the, the willingness, if you like, to extend that to allowing those families the taxation benefits that all other families have, um, but simply have a marriage certificate uh, is the only difference between the two. Yeah, and and by the same token then, if you're able to establish that, you think uh, um, non-married couples should be uh, entitled, if one of them dies, uh, uh, entitled to uh, a widow's benefit of some sort? Absolutely, because when you think about such benefits, you know, they're on foot of, you know, taxation contributions, if you like, you know, that you've made through the, the course of your life. Um, and again, it's there as a, as a mark of that. So yes, I, it, naturally those things should should accrue as well. Yeah. And like you, when you go back and you look at what was the the intent of the constitution, it is about protecting the family. Uh, and we are talking about families. Let's be honest. But it, the difference is, some choose to be married, some choose not to go through the formal marriage. But they are a family in all other uh, meanings of the of the of the word. Yeah. Also, I mean, when I'm getting texts already, normal from people who are just single. Uh, who who feel that they get hammered at every every hand's turn, really, that if you're just living by yourself or working by yourself, uh, you pay more tax than anyone. Does that strike well, you as fair? Interestingly, uh, a, a single parent gets tax credits for their children, okay? Mm. So the, you, and you would have cohabiting, you know, or, you know, who may have been cohabiting and then the, the, the relationship breaks up. Though, in other words, you're, you benefit from the breakup of a relationship in those circumstances because the tax credits fall to you in those circumstances. Whereas in, you know, in this specific, you know, example, you are, you are definitely discriminated against if you remain as, as cohabiting uh, couple with children you cannot get those tax credits simply because you don't have the marriage certificate. Yeah. Do you think, though, I mean, if it is the case that we would require a referendum to change that, do you think there's much of it? Because one doesn't get the impression from the government that there's much thirst for a referendum at the moment. Well, I think referenda only ever come on foot of people, you know, talking about it and having the conversations around it and and, and making the, the government parties aware that they, they really do need to look at this. And it would be in the context of the, the, the most recent talk around that article has been around the wording around, uh, you know, women and protecting women's place in the home and so on and so forth. And that there is, you know, a discussion around needing to change, to update that effectively in terms mm. of the modern society that we're living in. So my, my call effectively would be if you are, if and when you do that, look at something that actually has a really significant impact on people's lives, has a bearing on those lives adds pressure to a lot of families when some of that pressure could be alleviated if if there was a recognition of that cohabiting couple as a family, that yeah. they are a family and that revenue and law recognises them in its fullest sense as a family. Yeah, I, I must say, I don't know the answer to this question, but I wonder, is it, uh, rather than a referendum, would it be possible to bring an, another case and bring it to the Supreme Court and test that particular part of the Constitution 
given that was a judgment in 1981 and may have been a reflection of attitudes in 1981. And, and it, it may very well be the more the, the faster way and, and maybe the more judicious way to do it would be to, to, to do that. And again, I, as I said to you, I'm, I'm no constitutional lawyer, uh, but if, if that were an avenue available to people, then I'm, I'm sure that there would be um, you know, people who are, who are feeling the pinch in relation to this and who are frustrated by it who would like to see that challenge taken. And, and to test it again, because the, the article that it references, it's, it's vague enough, to be fair, mm. uh, and, and it will be interesting. And while I haven't been able to get the full judgment and, you know, the, the reasoning behind it and, the, and the, the detail behind that, it will be interesting to see that. And maybe that is the, 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 the faster way to, to get a change here. And, and positively impact on people's lives. Uh, Norma, thanks a million for uh, talking to us today. That was uh, the FINA Fall Councillor in Kerry, Norma Moriarty there. Uh, uh, Tex, someone wants to know, what is the impediment to getting married legally if you want to be legally recognised as a spouse? I don't get her argument because some some couples don't want to be married. <clears throat> um, they, they, they made that commitment, they want to stay with each other, but they don't want to be legally married and it's their choice to do that and they raise families and uh, just like any other family, I suppose that's uh, that's the point Norma's uh, making. And there probably are lots of families around the country uh, who are in that p- uh, particular uh, situation. There's no impediment uh, to picking up a widow's or widower's pension by virtue of the fact uh, they were a couple. People can often have many relationships in their lives, says this texter, but don't often commit to marriage. Uh, the... Uh, the <laughs> Even there, says the text of Norma, immediately misunderstood your mention of my text and made it about being a single parent. My message is about single people without families. We still have houses to run, bills to pay, income challenges, uh, etc. And I'll just read that original uh, text out again. Uh, Whatever about cohabiting couples, think of us singles who got absolutely nothing. We can't benefit from a sharing tax credits, nor do we get any other state benefit or provision. We're the only section of society that gets zero support. The only recent thing we got, and it's not permanent, is the electricity credit. And somebody else says that the worst thing about the tax credits issue is for uh, tax purposes, unmarried families are treated as single people. But if one ends up needing social welfare payments, they're treated the same as a married couple. OK, that's an interesting uh, change. Uh, Richard says, so if you had two pals, regardless of gender or orientation, who were both making a few quid and getting hit hard with tax... Could you get married just to avail of the tax benefits? Like you could still presumably have lovers on the side and whatever and get divorced at any stage if it no longer suited you. A marriage of tax convenience. Well, theoretically you could, but um, it seems there are, you know, there's, uh, um, you have to prove it's a, re- I don't know, do you have to prove it's a real marriage? And how do you go about doing that? Would some tax inspector come around to your house and say, go on, wear the faces off each other? Because I don't quite believe it. That's an, you raise all sorts of interesting questions uh, there, Richard. And of course, people are uh, texting to say, why don't they just get married? Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.